Hello to you all and welcome to another instalment of the Pitcast by us here at the Pit Crew Online from the fans for the fans. On this special episode, Memories of Silverstone, we look back on some of our favourite races from the, start, from the start of the track's historic past. I'm your host, Simon, and I'm the editor of the Pit Crew Online. With me are Aaron. All right, guys. Warren. Hello. And last but by no means least, our new crew on to editor, Karen. Hello. <laughs> so we'll start with the, 19, the first Grand, uh, Silverstone Grand Prix, the 1950 British Grand Prix, formerly known as the Royal Automobile Club Grand Prix de Europe, incorporating the British Grand Prix. It was a world, world, first world championship event, the home of British motorsports. We've seen some amazing races, some highs and lows, victories and crashes. Today we're going to discuss some of those events in the run-up to an historic double-header at the Northampton Circuit. Let's get back to the beginning and see where Formula One racing began. What can you tell us about that first race, Karen? Uh, it was held at Silverstone on the 13th of May, 1950. Um, and it was the, as well as in the first Formula One World Championship, race. Um, it was the fifth British Grand Prix uh, to be held at Silverstone um, after racing resumed after the war and it was the first race of seven in the 1950 World Championship with drivers. So only seven races in the 1950 World Championship. Yeah can you believe that? It's changed a little bit but now hasn't it? Must set a president hasn't it? So and this year we've already had haven't, three already? Yes. It'll be five yeah. in, in a couple of weeks' time. Um, so we've had some great races there. What stands out for you? What race stands out for you most, Warren? Oh, crikey. Uh, probably the first British Grand Prix I watched would, would have been 1991, uh, when, uh, when, when uh, finally Mansell took uh, a first, I think it was the first victory of the season uh, during that, in that year. With after bucket loads of uh, reliance problems uh, that uh, him and uh, Williams uh, with their Renault engine uh, experienced during that season. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of my first memory of the British Grand Prix is that that race. <laughs> You're going to steal my thunder because that's that's also my, the race that I would have gone for because it it was Nigel's I think it was his third British victory at Silverstone and obviously. You'll, you'll know this more than anyone else. My Twitter handle is the F1 taxi, which actually made, it actually came from that race where uh, on the closing stages when I think Stella was third at the time, his car stopped and Mansell went on to win the race. And on his, on his in-lap, he picked up Senna and Senna sat on his side pod and he drove him back into the pits, hence the F1 taxi. I don't know, you're probably too young for that one, aren't you, Aaron? Yeah, um, I've seen highlights of it and, and many others, but I think the first one I remember, um, 2002, I think, uh, 2002, 2003, when um, I think Rubens Barrichello won it 2003, and um, some guy got onto the track and started running down it. Uh, Cornelius Horan, I think his name was. God, uh, where did you get that one from? <laughs> got a, a weird memory for things like that. If it's um, stuff that's important, I don't remember it. Was he wearing a kilt? Was that him? And the yeah. flags? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the Marshall tackled him. Yeah, yeah. Wow. 
wow. That's a good memory. I remember, do you remember what happened in the, the 1999 Formula One race at Silverstone? Was that the, no, it was 98, wasn't it, where Schumacher pitted on the last lap? It's, it's Schumacher related. I'm sorry, I'm from. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he broke his leg, didn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah. So, you know, been thinking about that and trying to, to remember the circumstance, but I didn't realise it happened so early on in the race. I think it was uh, Jacques Villeneuve failed to start. And I think it, it, before the race got going again, I think it might have happened. Well, that's how it seemed on the you. I, I can't remember. I did YouTube it to have a look. Come on, that clever. <laughs> so, it was very early in the race, Simon, um, that, that particular incident. Um, it might have even been lap one. And they had to re, I think they restarted the race. Yeah, um, what I saw was trying to re-familiarise myself. Um, I think it was uh, Jacques, he could, couldn't get off the grid in his BAR, and uh, they, they had to, to slow everything down. I don't think they had virtual uh, safety car then. And then uh, get yeah. going. before they could get going, he'd already crashed. So uh, a question from, from Chris was, discuss, Chris, our, one of our Formula One guys, discuss the best passes at Silverstone. It's a really good Good question. Can you remember any particular passes, Karen? Um, God, the one where Alonso was passing. Um, God, uh, sorry. Um, no, uh, Alonso was passing Vettel. Oh, okay. Um, I can't remember which race that was. Um, uh, no. <laughs> I know it was a long term battle, but I can't remember which race. I'm sorry. I'll tell you an overtake you'll all remember. Okay. Mansell on PK in 87. Ah, oh, yes. That's one of my favourite races. Even if you weren't born, born then, you would, rem you would know about that overtake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The animosity that between the two of them was, you know, I think that was where, where we, it was around that time that Mansell admitted that PK had said to him, your wife is ugly, <laughs> something like that. He used to, you know, the mind games were, were brilliant from PK. Uh, we all hated him at the time. Um, yeah, they didn't get on. <laughs> does anyone remember um, Hamilton Cobra lining in 08? Vaguely. Uh, vaguely. I don't remember that one. That, that's one of Chris, Chris's memories. Or Botus on Hamilton last year. <laughs> yeah. this is working. We're not great at his memories of Silverstone, and all of our memories have faded us. <laughs> uh, so, um, so we're back to. We go back to the eighty-seven Grand Prix with Mansell at Silverstone with um, PK. That's probably one of my favourite races um, because the fans invaded the track at the end. And yeah. and to me, that's that's proper old school motor racing where the fans are really part of part of it all. And in those days, the, the drivers stayed on the um, in the infield in the tents with the, with the fans. And um, Mansell said after that one, that after after the race, he went back to the pits with the fans, had a barbecue, played some football, and then watched the highlights on the race. 
and to me that's real old school proper racing how it used to be and how it should be really now yeah but it's changed so much with all the health and safety regs and rules yeah, and the way they've restricted fans you know onto well they, i don't think the fans were ever meant to invade the the track no especially probably not the mansell mania days were uh was something special weren't they they you know those i think for me i, I grew up on mansell so and william yeah. and there was something really special about those times that haven't been replicated. I mean, Lewis has obviously way outdone anything that um, that Nigel managed to do, but it still doesn't seem seem quite as emotional, so much so driven as as those victories. Mm. Wanted quite an underdog at times, that Mansell. I mean, obviously, I want here for it, but I get the sense from reading his yeah. book and highlights and stuff, he was quite an underdog in the times of cross and centre that everyone just rooted for him because he was like an everyman kind of thing. He was kind of the third, um, third one in the relationship. You know, you're going up against Senna and Prost, and but Nigel was an amazing driver, so ferocious and so. And the, the when he was a Ferrari, the Tifosi named him um, the Leon. I don't can't do much Italian, but Leone, Leone, I think. Yeah, because he was just. I would have gone with Bulldog, really, but <laughs> British. But he had that Bulldog spirit, you know, especially when yeah. he just raised his game every time he was at Silverstone. There's another uh, another British winner we haven't mentioned in recent times, and that has to be Johnny Herbert. Johnny Herbert, yeah, yeah. the '95 Grand Prix. Karen, what do you remember of that race? Well, he he was um, he was fighting for third um, third place with um, was it Jean Lalacy? Um and there was um, uh, was it Coulthard? And no, he was fighting for third, I think, with Coulthard. And, um, but the race was dominated by Schumacher and Hill. But they collided at the, at the, on, a, on a pass, um, forcing them to retire. And then Coulthard um, was first. And then it was Herbert and then Alacy. But then Coulthard got a grid penalty for speeding in the pit lane. So he was bumped third. So Herbert won, which was amazing because everyone loves Johnny Herbert. Yeah. Even got, now. Warren will remember this, but they had him on the podium. They had him up on their shoulders, didn't they? Do you remember who that was? Who was second and third? What, was it? Was Brundle there? Even the car? I was going to think, I was going to say Eddie Irvine, but I can't remember. I remember the scene, you can remember them getting him up on the shoulders. <laughs> Again, memory. It's a terrible. But Lacey was second, wasn't he? In Coulthard was third, wasn't it? Yeah, well, uh, it's definitely a British driver, so Coulthard, yeah, I think it was Coulthard. Yeah. Coulthard himself had won the British Grand Prix. He did. Has he? Yeah. Yeah, he did, yeah. Coulthard. Yeah, he did two years in a row, didn't he? Yeah, 1999 and 2000. Oh. Want one of them after a, it just had been in a plane crash or something? Oh, yeah, I like it. You keep pulling out these memories here. She was. I read things up, I read stuff. Yeah, I remember that. Now yeah. you bring that up. <laughs> it's amazing the stuff you kind of take in at the time. You think, wow, that's really, you know, that's something I'm going to remember, but you, you don't. Well, maybe that's just my age again. And, you know, <laughs> uh, Sterling Moss. How many times do you think he won the British Grand Prix? 
uh, well, he won Aintree, tree, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. When um, when when he was teammate to uh, Fangio, and he still didn't know. He he never knew whether he actually gave him that race or not. So nine, 1957, that would have been, um, 1955, that was Aintree. It was yeah. 1957, Silverstone or not? I can't tell you. I know, did it, I think Aintree was once. I think, I think so. That one. <laughs> did, did Sterling win Silverstone? Because he's seen, <clears throat> you know, growing up, he was always at Silverstone. Every British Grand Prix, you know, he, he came out and, and sadly we recently lost to, to Sterling. So, uh, I think this is the first time we've had a British Grand Prix without, uh, without him actually being with us. Kind of sad. Um, Jim Clark won the British Grand Prix five times. I'm guessing one of those must have been at, at Silverstone. Yeah. yeah imagine so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it was well in use by then, wasn't it? It was. And it, was, it, was, uh, it, was it was definitely part of the calendar. On a regular basis, even though they were sharing with uh, brands, I don't really know how that how that all came about. The, the sharing with brands hatch, but um, yeah, you've got to. Imagine brands now. It's just tiny, isn't it, com in comparison to Silverstone? Yeah. So, has well, any... sorry. No, go go on. On. I was going to say, did Sterling Ross ever win a championship? He didn't, did he? No. Uh, no. Never, never to. Four times uh, runner-up. Oh, because he's such a, a famous, iconic chap in the world of Formula One, and you, you forget that he didn't actually win a championship. No, he had Fangio as a teammate, though, so he's got, you know, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, was, he was up against, you know, arguably the best, or one of yeah. the best. We can't go into that whole... <laughs> it's kind of worms out on the top you want to open, isn't it? You, you know, as soon as we mention, oh, I think this person's the best driver we're going to get. Oh, so many, <laughs> maybe that's how we get comments on these things. Oh, yeah, I think who's <laughs> 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 better than Senna River was. Watch. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Can you imagine? But what, what do you think of the, the new pit system? Do you prefer the, the new one, Warren, or, or are you old school? I'm old school. I like the old, uh, the old uh, pits. It's... There's something iconic about that, just that image. You know, when I yeah. think back to that 91 race, you know, when uh, Mansell crossed the line, punching the air. Do you remember that? Yeah. And uh, there's just something about that that view of the grid. Going, it goes around the corner as well. Yeah. Um, like hill, doesn't it? Rather than just being straight. Um, yeah. You know, there's some great images from from that time. You know, with that one year that uh, the Brundle was at McLaren and that the engine just exploding. Is that 1994, I think? Um, it just blew up on the grave. Uh, yeah. The start of the race. Nice hits, yeah. Wow. Um, We've got some races. Yeah, loads, loads of great images. And of course, the old track used to incorporate bridge. Yeah, and this the, uh, the ridiculously quick right-hander uh, just before you then came into the the, the original start-finish. Um, yeah, so yeah, I've got a I've got a crazy image of uh, of um, Hakkinen going off at that corner in the pouring rain one year. Yeah. So does anyone else remember that one? I think that was 98. I racing in Silverstone, but not, not specifically. 
I was just wondering if anyone knew the driver that won the British Grand Prix in the year they were born. Johnny Herbert. Johnny, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No way. That's made me feel old. I was trying to stay quiet when you were talking about it, but... <laughs> oh, great. So, do you know who won it with you, Jackie? Karen, sorry. Jackie, on the mind. I've been working that Friday night. <laughs> oh, something's going to kill me now. Um, no, I don't know, but I'm going to have to find out. I'd be very interested to know. And that's the other reason I said. Um, Jackie Stewart won in 1969, the year I was born. Oh, okay. That's, uh, that's not a bad one, is it? That's not a bad one, is it? That's a good one. Yeah. Damon Hill, I, I don't actually know, uh, actually, who won uh, the, uh, two years after you, Simon. Uh, but maybe it was Jackie. I, I'm not sure. I know that um, he won a race on the day I was born. So yeah. I think that was the Italian Grand Prix. So there you go. <laughs> I think um, Nicky Lauder won. That's another. Seems like a blast. Right? It doesn't yeah. seem. You talk about Nicky Lauder and you think he's still there, don't you? It's it's so recent, but he won. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he won in. He got eighty-four. Even in the year that he was the third-time champion. You think? So, <clears throat> so what about support about other races at Silverstone? This is your area, respect. Uh, specialty, Warren. So, I can't believe a few races there. So um, mainly, race? mainly world endurance, actually, uh, in the recent years. So, uh, uh, 2016 and uh, 2015, I went actually as well. Um, yeah, going to see the world endurance, uh, it's a totally different uh, experience to, to, to uh, you know, anything you get in Formula One because the paddock is completely open. Uh, even the, the you know the whole the, the wing and that and so on. So they use the same paddock as the Formula One. Yeah, they do because it's um, they've got so there's just so many cars. You know, you've got all the different classes, uh, the the Mans, uh, you know, different levels, and then the GTEs uh, like the Astons and the Ferraris and so on. So yeah, it is quite different. And uh, one of the years that I went, uh, I think it was twenty. Uh, the first year I went, 2015, um, I went into the pit garage uh, for the old uh, extreme motorsport uh, team, the old Tequila Patron uh, racing team. Because um, yeah, I was invited in by um, by Dave Brabham um, yeah. to go and, and see the see the cars. Um, they they scored a podium, but they were subsequently disqualified because of some some problem. Um, but uh, the co-driver was uh, Ryan Dozeal. Ryan I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but uh, yeah, they were racing the 31 and uh, they got the podium, but then we disqualified. But it was his birthday. So a bit of, bit of a <laughs> gutting uh, experience for the, the Scott that uh, lives in America these days, I gather. Um, anyone else? Karen, is it a, what, what bike races there at Silverstone? Uh, oh gosh, there aren't really any more, are there? That's, that's shameful, isn't it? You'd think MotoGP really? would be there. Do you want to go there? Uh, is this it? Um, no, 
Um, I, I don't know. I wasn't expecting that one. Um, <laughs> Keep throwing people under the bus as I go. <laughs> no, I don't know. I know I used to go watch cart racing at Silverstone. That was huge fun. And you could go into the pits and, and walk around. It was very, very relaxed there. But that was, that was enormous fun watching that at Silverstone. What about British Touring Car? Aaron. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, the big race that comes to mind when you talk about touring cars is uh, 1992 when um, Tim Harvey won the championship when um, John Cleland and Steve Soper crashed, um, prompting the uh, man's an animal. It's very good on YouTube. You should find it. But yeah, it's still touring cars still goes there, and you know, like Warren says, the paddock's really open. With touring cars, you can wander it. You know, wander around aimlessly, and they use the old layout. Well, they did. This season they use in both, so it'll be the international and the national. Um, so I've been in the old garages, which they're awesome. They're massive, you know, compared to ones like Brands Hatch and other circuits. They are huge. Um, but there's a real aura around the place, you know, when I've been. It, you can tell there's just so much history steeped in the circuit and around it and all that. Have any of you seen this, um, the Formula One experience at Silverstone? new interactive feature they've got there like a museum i guess it's taken over from what, what we had at donnington you know we had the all those williams and mclarens at donnington i don't think they've got that many cars there but they've got a few it looks quite interesting that would be interesting and i think it's actually open despite all that's going on in the world mm -hmm. but you know despite the 1950 um grand prix being the first world championship event there was actually a race uh, the first race of the modern era, they say, was 1948. I thought it was 19... I, I, I truly believed it was 1950. And yeah, that was the first one. Yeah. Uh, so, have a brief uh, talk about the, the upcoming double header. Be rude not to, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think's going to win this one? I'll start with you, Aaron, as you're there. I mean... It's hard to deny Hamilton, isn't it? Um, he just seems to come alive at this, at, you know, at Silverstone. Much like Mansell in the nineties, I think he must just get a buzz off the home crowd. Um, that problem this year is <laughs> no. Well, that is that far ahead. I think there's only Bottas that can fight him, really, unless both of them retire. I can't see either of them not winning it. No, Karen, who do you think will win? I'm I'm rooting for Max Verstappen. I really like him. I think he's a really nice young chap. Um, he's got the personality as well that goes with it. Um, I really hope that he, he can make a mark this, this year at Silverstone. And Warren? Well, I'm going to go. I think uh, Bottas might, uh, might take this one because um, we saw, I think, you know, that first race in, uh, in Austria. We saw quite a determined uh, drive, I thought, and I was, su I was surprised actually how much he dominated the race. Um, so I think Bottas could actually take his, uh, his first British Grand Prix uh, victory and uh, sort of get, get up there with all those other things that have won, won the race, like uh, Raikkonen and, uh, and uh, I'm assuming, I'm guessing Raikkonen won it. I can't remember actually. But uh, there's lots of lots of things that surely have, have won the British Grand Prix, and, and surely Bottas is going to join them this year, I reckon. It wouldn't be, I think it's, 
unfortunately, I think it's going to be a Mercedes victory. And I, I am, you know, a Lewis fan. I just like to see British drivers do well. It's just, I guess that was bred into me from the Mansell era. Era, although, you know, latterly I, I do. There are other drivers. You know, I don't. I'm not full on nationalistic. So, I I really like Alex Albon to do well. I'd really love him to get on the podium. I'd like like to see the. I always want to see the Williams do well. But it, it's it's going to be an eerie event. I mean, obviously we've had three Grand Prix now, but. Silverstone is such a renowned fan-based um, arena, for want of a better word. It's just going to be—it's just going to be very odd. Yeah, that is going to be strange. Mm. Yeah. yeah, very odd. And they haven't haven't named the second Grand Prix anything different, have they? It's still. I think you know, it's just the anniversary race or something, isn't it? Something weird like yeah. that, like seventieth anniversary. <laughs> Whose anniversary? Oh, their anniversary. Damn. See, they're, they're, yeah, it's a 70. See, they're going with the 70 as well. This is what throws us. So from 1950 to, to 2020, 70 years. So they're, they're totally ignoring that 1948 race. <laughs> I remember yeah. when the Thousand Frays came yeah. around last year, everyone was complaining, saying, no, it was only the 990th or something like that. Like there was loads of um, red tape and you know, loopholes and they're like, this isn't the thousand first, guys. We've got to wait a bit yet for that. My big takeaway from, from this whole conversation is that first Formula One season of seven races, I mean, when I first started, I don't think it was more than 13 or 14 races. But there was many more cars, many, many, you had to pre-qualify. Yeah. I, you know, I remember, I remember going to Silverstone and, and watching all the pre-qualifying and going to the, the tests at Silverstone, there's something else that we don't have anymore. You know, yeah. we used to just go to the... T Silverstone is very expensive. I, I don't know if you... Have anyone been to the Formula One there lately? Yeah, I went 2018. Yeah, it's, it's expensive, isn't it, Aaron? It's, oh, uh, it's ridiculous. You know, I mean, we got... Um, when we got in there, we was, you know, we was a bit hungry, so I was like, oh, I'll go find something to eat. Um, I think a burger cost me 10 quid. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, you need to take a pet lunch. Yeah, <laughs> I'll let that lesson quit the ad, right, isn't it? <laughs> it's just, I mean, it, what pisses me off is they, they say, uh, um, when they're advertising, when you get the emails, finance available. I don't want to pay finance <laughs> on a free ticket. because it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I, I bought my Barcelona ticket, um, which was 2015. I bought the seat for the year, so I could have gone to MotoGP and any other event that was there. Oh, um, wow. on the grandstand and that was I think it was only like 170 euros or something like that it wasn't it was cheaper than buying a grandstand ticket for, for well way cheaper than buying any ticket for Silverstone and by the time I'd worked out the going there um accommodation whatever it worked out about five or six hundred pounds and it was an adventure and you know I got I can't get that out of my mind I can't yeah. personally as much as I love the British Grand Prix, I can't, I can't uh, justify spending that kind of money to go there and not get the car out of the car park at the end of the day and it's rained. You know, it's, uh, I, I supposedly they fixed all that, but you know, the tow caster bypass on you know a Grand Prix weekend isn't nothing to be uh, laughed at. No, like, you stick clear of the whole area, don't you? Uh, Grand Prix weekend. <laughs> I've got this vision of this. This McDonald's. I can't remember who was in, who had actually gone into this McDonald's. It was 
and during one of the drivers, it popped into McDonald's and there was, I've never seen so many people outside of McDonald's in my life. And they just parked up anywhere. You know, the British fans are like, they don't care. You know, they see something, they're going to go for it. Yeah. And I miss all those, you know, all those uh, Instagram and Facebook posts of people, you know, at Silverstone camping and Johnny walking around the campsites, uh, you know, all the spectators. Anyway. Should we, should we leave it there, guys? I mean, was, we've covered quite a bit, but I'm sure we're going to have much more to talk about after the race. Yeah. 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 Do you want to drop in all your uh, your Twitter handles so we can get, get you some follows? Aaron? Yeah, I can do. Um, so it's uh, at Aaron Owen 7. Warren? Yeah, I'm Warren uh, underscore S underscore nil. Uh, or just search me up as Warren uh, Pit Crew WRC editor. Yeah, I forgot to give you a full title. Sorry about that. <laughs> I was too busy introducing Cameron and our new crew on two editor. And Karen, sorry. <laughs> What's your title? I'm, I'm at Kazbiker on Twitter. And I'm at F1 Taxi. And don't forget to follow us at the Pit Crew Online. Don't you? <laughs> okay. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Thank you.